Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mix Adventures Together. We're your hosts, Andrea. And Joe. And this week we are going to review D23, a couple of movies, and some more Disney magic. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so I know on my, on our Instagram, I put that we watched, we were watching Pinocchio, the live yeah. action. Did anybody notice that Joe took over Instagram? <laughs> yes, I took over. <laughs> that was all Joe last week. Well done, Joe. And um, so, yeah, you just, you, a lot more stuff going on. But we watched Pinocchio, the live action that they did, just came out with. Yes. And uh, I said we were going to review it, so this is the review. <laughs> <laughs> So we watched it last, well, a week ago from today yep. with our kids. Um, I'm not certain if they had ever seen the original, like the the cartoon, classic Disney cartoon. I don't think so. They didn't seem like it. Yeah, they didn't seem like they actually knew this, the plot. So it was fresh for them, fresh concept. Um, and they, they had an open idea to it, right? They weren't clouded with like past judgments. Um, or high expectations for it or anything like that, like Joe and I were. Um, I was excited to see Tom Hanks. I'm a Tom Hanks fan. I love him no matter what he does. I think it's going to be a good time if he's involved. Yeah. I enjoy um, just, you know, just the Disney magic. I don't know. <laughs> of, any, of any Disney film. And I also enjoy any time there's like you know, a musical. I'm a fan of musicals. Um, so I thought, I thought for sure this Pinocchio was going to be sweet, sentimental, and I thought it was going to be just a solid, good movie. I was excited about uh, the CG. I saw how they did Pinocchio, and like I said in the last podcast, I thought they did a really good job with him. Yes. Um, he looked like he hopped right out of the cartoon, I felt like. Yeah, I like that they stay true to, like, the original in that sense, that, yeah. like, the color designs and all that, this color scheme, I'm sorry, and, uh, like, it all seemed true to the original. They didn't want to stray too far away from it. I really did like that. Sorry, the dog's walking around, if you can hear him. <laughs> and, um, they did a really good job with, uh, the cat. Um, <laughs> Figaro, Figaro and Chloe. Yeah. Cleo. I said Chloe. Sorry. Cleo. Cleo, Cleo the fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked Figaro. He was fun. Because I don't know if they like switched out for like a regular cat too at some points or if it was all CG. CGI. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get the impression that it was a real cat. At some points, I thought it felt like it was like, you know, just a cat laying there. And then oh. at other points, they like CG'd them to do stuff. Well, I knew the fish was not a real fish. Yes, they the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, they, they made the fish complete CGI. It wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Tom Hanks looked really good. Yeah. He kind of looked exactly like Geppetto. Mm-hmm. Um, so style-wise, they did a really good job. Like, what did you think of the Blue Fairy? I thought her dress was pretty. I thought it was... And she sang the... A dream... Nope, that's the wrong, wrong movie. She sang... Um, oh, no... When you wish upon a star, yes. she sang that song. Um, where in the original, the Blue Fairy did not sing it. Um, but it was, I mean, it's a short scene with the Blue Fairy. She didn't come back at the end like in the original. Yeah, they kind of cut her out of a... A lot of it, yeah. yeah. Like, they didn't give her a very big role. <laughs> Which I was a little sad at. Because, you know, I thought the Blue Fairy was a bigger... An important part yeah. of it, Yeah. And she, you know, she was only in it for like the first, I don't know, well, four or five minutes, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> she was on screen. Uh, what'd you think of overall? What'd you think of the movie? <sighs> overall, I'm going to say that I was a little disappointed in it as a movie. It was, it was difficult to pay attention to it the entire time. Now, there were some fun parts to it, but... Like, from start to finish, there were many times where I was like, okay, can we be done? Like, all right, I got it. Let's, let's be done. I'm over it. <laughs> really? Yeah. There were parts that I just, that were not necessarily slow. I just thought, do I really care this much about this scene? I'll be specific. And it's a good actor playing this role of the fox, the Keenan 
Pell? Peel? Peel, sorry. Yeah. Um, he's Came a great in. actor. He's a great actor. Uh, it was a very good voice actor, but I just, I thought he had too much screen time. Well, because I think in the actual cartoon, the fox does have a lot of screen time. Like they... In the original book, the fox is very important, but I was just over it. I was just over this character. I think overall for me, um, I don't know. I think I think it was all right. Like uh, there was a lot of things that kept true to the cartoon. Um, the only I think there was a few things I didn't like, like uh, them bringing in uh, the bird Sophia. There's like a seagull. Oh, the seagull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she was a little too important to the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. What did you think of the the sort of powers they gave Pinocchio? Like how he can like do his feet so fast and then... Um, yeah, they kind of gave him a fantastical... I mean, he's already a fantastical creature because he's a puppet who comes alive. Um, and yeah, they gave him a little power boost there that was like, why? Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> didn't see a need for that. Um, I also... Uh, I did like Ple- the Pleasure Island. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I did enjoy Pleasure Island. I thought they did a good job of making it seem like, this is a great place. This is fun. And then slowly it's like, what's happening? Why are these kids doing this? <laughs> and then it gets to like the end where it's like, where did all the children go? <laughs> it was kind of spooky there. I like how they kept Pinocchio a little more innocent in this one, though. Yeah. Like, he wasn't willing... To really do as much bad stuff as... Like in the movie, he was like, Alright, I'll, I'll smoke that cigar. I'll play pool. I'll drink that beer. Like, Yeah, whereas in the, in the movie, it was like he really did try to be a good boy. Yeah. And he tried. Once he... Once, you know, Jiminy Cricket told him like, Hey, you're not, you're not making the right choices. And it, 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 he moved forward going like, Oh, okay, so I have to make these choices. Like... I can hear what other people are telling me to do. I can cave into peer pressure or I can make good choices. And he started to do that. So I guess that that's like a good lesson for kids to learn. Like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anyone is telling you. It The responsibility lies on you, the person who made the choice. Right. So just because everybody else is making a bad choice on Pleasure Island and you're on Pleasure Island too, that doesn't mean that you have to do it as well. You can... You can still have fun, but you don't have to break all the windows. You don't have to drink that root beer. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was funny how they made an emphasis that it was root beer and not beer, like in the original. Yeah, they repeated several times. <laughs> it's root Give beer. Give me that root beer. Give me that root beer. <laughs> and I like how uh, there was one scene where these kids were breaking stuff and... Um, Pinocchio said, like, oh, I don't think my father would like me doing that. Well, you could see the growth of the character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I didn't really see it that much in the original cartoon, where this one you could kind of see, like, oh. He also say he's thinking. Like, he's yeah. processing the choices that he was making. Like, that's not a good choice. And Why are they breaking that? Like, And identifying <laughs> the consequences of it. Of, like, okay, if I do that, not only am I hurting myself, but my dad's also going to be disappointed in me and... I'm like, this is not who I want to be. Right. Yeah, and he respected Jiminy Cricket way more. In the cartoon, he was mean to the cricket. Yeah. In the book, he kills the cricket. Spoiler alert, <laughs> if you were going to read Pinocchio. Um, I don't know but, how the book. I don't know. <laughs> but in this one, he respected his conscience. Conscience? Conscience. conscience. Why is that word, word sound funny to me? Right. <laughs> um, he respected Jiminy. And... and I don't know. It was a better moral story, I guess. Yeah, there's just certain things they could have done better. Yeah, I, but I'm but I'm not gonna stray from my original uh, evaluation or conclusion about this movie. Is I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I gave it like a solid, maybe like C plus. Yeah, that's a that's a good grade. And our kids, I think they would give it a C as well. They didn't enjoy it either. Yeah, like it's and something they're eight like... eight and nine years old, so they're they're still fairly younger. It was okay to watch the first time, but I don't know if I'm going to go no. ahead back and rewatch it again. Oh, so. I know. <coughs> Sorry. 
the kids complained that it was too short. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, they were like, wait, it's over? It ended weird, abruptly. It ended abruptly. Yeah. <coughs> well, because like in the original, spoilers if you haven't seen the original cartoon, <laughs> um, you see there there is an actual resolution that he becomes a real boy. Right. The blue fairy comes back and he becomes a real boy. Yeah, and then this one... This one kind of like stops. Sorry, our dog is playing. He wants to play a lot now for some reason. Because we're on the microphone, that's why. And he didn't have to come into the room with us. He could have stayed out with the kids, but he chose to come in the room with us. <laughs> this is his choice, and the consequences he's not going to play right now. Because <laughs> we're busy. <sighs> Sorry about that. Anyway, yeah. Was... So, yeah, in conclusion, you can watch Pinocchio, but you're not going to miss anything if you skip it. Yeah, you could like maybe throw it on while you're doing something, but you don't really have to pay attention. Yeah. Not really that important. I mean, Tom Hanks always a good time, but yeah. And now we know why I went to Disney Plus. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't have survived the theaters. <laughs> no, it would have been good in the theaters. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> And we're back from our brief interlude of us getting rid of the dog. <laughs> so we can have a quieter uh, room now. Um, I have a question for you, Joe, and it is, what is D23? D23 is a convention that Disney puts on to um, release uh, news about what is coming out within their movies. They're new. Uh, this year they had like a Marvel panel, Marvel and uh, Lucasfilms, to show off like new uh, TV series and movies that are coming out and those. And then um, also on the third day they do a parks panel mm -hmm. where they tell you what they're planning on for all the parks around the world. So it's like a sneak peek. Yeah, it's kind of like there's like. What Steve Jobs used to do. With the iPhone, yeah. With the iPhone. He'd come out and, and like tell all his employees, like, these are the things we're working on. This is what we accomplished this year. Right. Exactly. That's what this is. They're like, okay, this is what we're doing with the parks. Yay! Oh. Everybody gets excited. And, okay, because yeah. I see this all over YouTube. I see it, like, all over Instagram, because I follow a lot of Instagram, uh, Disney people on Instagram, um, YouTube, of course. Um, and I'm always just like, every year I'm like, what's D23? Like, is this something I should be like interested in? Should I be going to this? I don't well, I know. Go. I want to go. You do? Yeah. Cause like, they is have... it like Comic-Con? Yeah. Like, it's why like did Disney I say it that way? Comic-Con. Comic <laughs> <laughs> it's like Disney's Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Where like all the new stuff comes out and like you get to see, like there's exhibits and stuff about what's like, uh, what been put out what's coming out what's like they'll have like costumes and stuff of from the movies and uh -huh. it's like just a big convention like that yeah okay maybe one year we'll go maybe 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 <laughs> it's on the list of maybes <laughs> hey i didn't get to go to comic-con you have been yeah i've been a few times i was... wanted to go and we used to i used to live so close to it never went yeah uh actually didn't even know it existed until I was in my 20s, and then I had already moved to Las Vegas. But I was still super close. Yeah, I still only a four-hour drive. Yeah, but never went. Well, I don't think you had uh, really anybody go with that's interested in that kind of thing. My friend group, yeah, didn't expand into, like, comics and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, comics, and then... Well, you know when I heard about Comic-Con... Sorry, we just, like, totally... I know, went off on a different subject. D23. <laughs> um, but I heard about it when Star Trek was just introducing Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. So that was, like, the first time I had ever heard of it, was they were doing this big build-up for Star Trek. And... Uh, my mom loves Star Trek. I've always been a Star Trek fan. And so I was like, what is this Comic-Con? What do you mean they're making this big announcement? Like, what is what is this thing that they're building? You know, this, this feeling that they're building. Um, so that was the first time I ever even heard of it and wanted to go to it. Because I, I was a huge Star Trek fan. You know, we went to a Star Trek convention once together. Um, yeah. I've been before. But, I mean, it was... 
that's that's the first time I ever heard of Comic Con. Was like this. <gasps> they're gonna tell us something about Star Trek. Like that's how <laughs> geeky it was back then. It wasn't Marvel. It was like Star Trek. Oh yeah, no. When I was going, it was like. Uh, let's see. Did I? I don't remember if I went before. I know I went one year when Iron Man was just gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Like they had all his suits there. Because mm-hmm. uh, he just stopped. Like they there was they were already in post production so. They brought all the suits to uh, Comic-Con. To put them on display? To put them on display, yeah. And to, you know, hype up the movie. And um, Yeah, I don't remember the first time I went, but it was... I don't know, me and my friends just, just were like... They were as tickets, and we decided to go. Because <laughs> we were into comics, and uh, so... I want to say this was like back in 2005, 2006, when I first heard about it. And I don't think it was, I don't think it was, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't as big as it is now, where it's, like, oh. impossible to get tickets. Yeah, now, like, you pretty much have to have gone last year to get tickets. Like, I was on a precipice of that. Mm-hmm. Like, as I, as I stopped going, that's how it started to become. Right. Where I would have had to buy tickets the year, the year before. before. Or at the current years. At the current year's con. For the for to next get year, next year. year, yeah, that's crazy. Otherwise, it's sold out in like two seconds. Like yeah, it's impossible to get tickets. That's yeah. why there's so many events outside of the convention now. Yes, I get surrounding restaurants or surrounding bars and, and hotels. And hotels and... are starting to host things because it's too big now. So, I, I mean, I don't know if that's what D twenty three is. You know, obviously, I've obviously never been. I, I think it's in Anaheim is where it's held yep. in the convention center. Yep, Anaheim Convention. But center. I don't know. Has it grown beyond the convention center yet? I don't know. Uh, not really. No. I don't think so. Oh. Well, because you got the park right there. So if you're not going to D twenty three, you're going to the park. <laughs> yeah. If you're a Disney fan. So. Yeah. Yeah. So back to D twenty three. What was going on? What do we need to know about Joe? Well, the biggest things are... I'm always excited about learning the new things that are coming to the parks. Yeah. Because I love Disney parks. <laughs> and so, um, I looked at... I watched uh, some reaction videos, and they showed, like, everything that's coming to the park. So, uh, I want to get your reaction to them. All right. See how... What's coming to the parks? You know, this is hilarious that, you know, when we started dating... You had only ever been to Disneyland one time when you were 11, and you were like, ah, I'm not really interested in Disney, and now you're all like, oh, I watched the YouTube videos about the D23 convention, I'm so excited about all the parks, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I watch, <laughs> <laughs> I watch like, live, like, live streams from the parks now. Yeah. Like, people just riding rides. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm there. It just takes me to another place now. I mean, I love Disney, but wow, Joe. Yeah, I kind of grew into the bigger Disney fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, well, some of the first big news that they came out with was uh, that in mid-November, uh, we're actually going to get a Mandalorian meet and greet. I did see that, that he is going to be walking around, what's it called, Galaxy's Edge? Galaxy's Edge. But he's going to be walking around with a baby group. Not baby group. Oh my gosh. Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Uh, with a baby Grogu in his pouch, and they're going to yeah. be, um, and he's going to have the ability to speak as well. Yeah, he, uh, Mandalorian will talk, kind of and similar. Grogu will talk. What? Wait, he speaks? Like his, like, I got, like his talk. His, his baby talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. He'll be able to do it, but it's completely in, in, innovate, innovative because. He's literally holding it in a pouch. Yeah. This animatronic, he is carrying around in a pouch with him. And you, and it's going to be interactive. And it's going to be interactive. Like, so, like, they spent so much time working on that event. Yeah. To get it small enough and to get it able to be, held, like, to carried like that. So, that's coming in mid-November. Oh, that sounds awesome. So, we're going to oh, go to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> I can't wait to go back to Galaxy Ed- Galaxy's Edge. I was so impressed with that place. That land was amazing. I was very impressed. Yeah, we just need to spend more time there. Yeah, I just, I want to spend, spend like, a lot of time. There. I want to spend like half a day there. Yeah. 
And then uh, new to Avengers Campus. Uh, now Avengers Campus is a California adventure. Cal- yeah. Um, um, and we went to it in July, and they only had one ride. Uh huh. They had a couple of they have meet and greets, and then they have the Spider-Man animatronic flip thing. Yes, and then they have a Doctor Strange show that we didn't. Oh, go we to. didn't go to it. You're right, but the ooh, the line was wrapped around Cars Land. Yes. Um, to go to that show. Yeah, it's popular. It's very popular. Okay, so, and when our impression of it was that it was still lacking, like ooh, like this is the bare minimum right now. Like they need to beef this bad boy up. So they're going to be beefing it up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're beefing it up because they're uh, bringing in a Hulk meet and greet. <laughs> You're going to be able to meet the Hulk. Uh, he is going to be in his uh, like time machine time machine suit. Um, but uh, yeah, you're actually going to be able to meet him. He's this is just uh, some brand new technology that they came out with to meet bigger uh, characters. To where it's like a lighter suit for the person inside, but it's still big enough to where... It gives you the impression that's really the Hulk. Yeah. Now, I know this is supposed to be my reaction video, but I'm just going to expose you. Yes. Because we've been watching some Universal videos of meet and greets with Megatron Uh from the Decepticon. And we think that that's a pretty impressive suit. Yes. I can't even figure out if somebody's in there or if it's a robot. I can't figure it out. I think it's somebody on stilts. I, I mean, it's a, it's a it's good, good Yeah, they suit. did a good job on that. Um, and we love the interactions and we love, like, just going, just watching it. I mean, I, I can't wait to go to Universal to have that meet and greet. Yeah. It looks yeah. awesome. Um. So why then is the Hulk's suit so bulky? So like his like he's gonna be wearing a helmet. Yeah. Like you won't even be able to see his face. All you'll be able to see are his green arms. And they really didn't do a very good job on that yet, because even uh, when they showed him walking out, he was kind of a little bit stiff in the arms. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know I don't know. Um, Disney, yeah. y'all gotta go check out Universal for a second because, I mean, Mega, 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 oh my Megatron. God. Megatron was called Megalodon. Oh, sorry. Megatron is a robot, but he's not even stiff. No. Yeah, but he's very loose and Moving mobility. And, yeah. I saw one video where the guy, like, hopped. <laughs> like the guy in the suit, I guess the guy in the suit, where he actually hopped and did like a little two step for a second. Like yeah. that was a that's a pretty impressive suit. I I think <laughs> the only thing I can think of is this is a way for them to not have to uh, have somebody trained to walk on stilts you to have be that so tall. many performers. Well, well to, just to be that tall, they don't have to like they could throw anybody in there and do the Hulk. That's what I think. And I don't know. I think it's just... This is just pretty much a prototype, too. You have stilt walkers in Disney World. You have more than one stilt walker at Disney World. I, I'm just... There's Kevin. There's the lady. I don't know the name of this character. She's amazing. But she is... Um, she becomes like... She's like covered in vines and plants. And oh. looks kind of like Mother Nature. And she's slow moving. But she's on stilts the whole time. Like... Disney has silk walkers. There's no excuse. I mean, that's not an excuse. They can find people who walk who walk on stilts. Yeah, is but, my point. Yeah. So you're trying some. Yeah, I'm. I'm eager to see how they they do because I heard somebody say it was it's comparison to Bay Baymax. That's what it looks like. That it just like no Baymax was better. <laughs> <laughs> That when Baymax is in the parts, which he rarely is, but when he is there, it's better than well, what they on, showed. I got news on that coming up. Ooh. ooh. But since we're sticking in... What was that, boys? <laughs> since we're sticking in Avengers Campus for now, um, they are supposed to be um, starting up their new e-ticket ride, which is their bigger ride for Avengers Campus. Um 
it's uh, there's no date yet about when they're gonna start or when it's gonna open. Um, Do they know what it is though? It, they gave vague, very vague. Uh, so wait, they did a, a convention to share information about the Avengers campus, but gave you the bare minimum. Yes. About what was going to do. We're going to build a ride. Yes. It will be themed as Marvel. Marvel. And it is going to come. Yes. And the main character is King Thanos. So it's going to be a brand, like multiverse thing. Um, and from the pictures, we could see like there was different kinds of Marvel heroes from like cartoon to... Uh, people to animated to and all that like in this one picture and then um it it, w it seemed like it changed from when they first announced the avengers e-ticket ride which was supposed to be sort of like um what's that uh avatar ride oh yeah um it's supposed to be like that but it was supposed to be like everybody was on their separate canoe <laughs> <laughs> a separate flight thing mm-hmm um, but it seems like they changed that to what looks like a maybe trackless ride. Oh. Because in the... the Is Spider-Man trackless? No, it has a track. Oh. Like Ratatouille. Yeah, okay. Like something like that where it's like... There's, um, but yeah, it seems because the concept art showed like a seat with four... Uh, a car looking... Thing with like four seats in it. Uh huh. So it kind of looked like a trackless ride. Okay. So it's probably going to be screens and stuff like that. 3D or something. Yeah. All right. So well, I think so they'll be. The budget on it. So there'll <laughs> be a trackless ride coming to California Adventure Avengers Campus. That's what it seems like. Okay. Uh, sticking in California Adventure, um, Pacific Wharf. I have seen this one. They're doing. It, they're giving it a whole facelift. Yes, they're to turning to be for Baymax. Yeah, San Fran Tokyo. San Fran Tokyo. No, is that it? San Fran Tokyo. San Fran. To yeah, San Fran Tokyo. I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, it's yeah, it's for Big Hero Six. They're redoing the whole thing. Well, not really redoing it. They're kind of like just adding just stuff. Just retheming yeah, it. Yeah, retheming it. Yeah. And then uh, they are adding a Baymax meet and greet. Yay! So they're bringing Baymax to the parks. Um, and uh, you'll be able to meet him. Uh, there was no date on that. Uh, but like the Hulk was sometime next week. And yeah, Mandalorian was in November. Um, I like having lunch at uh, this, the wharf in yeah. California Adventure. I really like when they have um, the sourdough bread bowls. But the last time we were there, they didn't have any chili. And I like to put chili in my bread bowl. Which is odd because they had chili in Cars Land. Yeah. So I don't know why you can just take that same chili and bring it over and put it in a bread bowl. They used to do it. So I don't yeah. understand why they stopped. I don't know either. That made me sad. But yeah, it, it seems like... Um, like, the sourdough place will still be there, because mm -hmm. that kind of fits the theme. San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, and, um, the, I think it's they called... They keep the, it in the Mexican place that serves the margaritas? I think so. All right. I think nothing really changes that much. Uh-huh. Though I think, uh, one of the places is going to change. Uh, I think they might be taking out the dragon, the red dragon, and bringing in a bigger, uh, Asian restaurant. Okay. Fair enough. Give it a little boost, a little facelift. Yep. And then uh, we got a little news for going back to Disneyland. Disneyland. Uh, we got a little bit more news on Mickey's Runaway Railroad. It's oh, coming. yes, Toontown. Uh, that should be open in uh, late fall of 2024. Oh, my gosh. That's so far out. <laughs> well, that's because they're redoing all of what? Toontown. Yeah. 2024? 2024. Oh my gosh, that's a fart. <laughs> that's a fart. <laughs> but I think they're opening Toontown before that. And like then, in sections, maybe? Yeah, yeah. they're going to open it like slower. Um, but they say it's actually going to be a little bit different than the one in Walt Disney World. They're going to have different scenes. 
in this oh, one. Oh, okay. So there's a reason to go to both. Ah, that's smart. Yes. You don't want them to be identical. Exactly, because then you're like, oh, I'll just go I've already there. I've already been there. Um, see what else is going on in Disneyland. I think that's it for Disneyland. Uh, we do have a little bit of news for Disney World. Uh, let's see. Uh, Disney World, a destination. Biggest news that a lot of people were excited about was their Haunted Mansion is finally going to be getting the Hatbox Ghost. Oh. Like, that's one thing they were missing that Disneyland had. Yes. So they're going to bring that over to Disney World. Copycats. I know. And everybody got excited about it. I was like, <laughs> it's, like it's an one animatronic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they still haven't given a date about the opening of Tron yet. All they gave was that it's going to open in spring of 2023. Again, this one, everyone has been waiting. It feels like all through, all through the pandemic. I mean, we're talking like two, three years now we've been waiting for Tron. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a long time for Tron, even... And it's even weirder because... Well, it's not really weird. Okay, so this is what's probably going on. I know it is a, a thing where it's... Uh, the ride is already built. Oh, not already built. Uh, well, it is pretty much built. It's just the interior needs to be done. From what we've seen in the... They did a video of the CEO riding... The CEO of the parks riding, riding Tron. And it looks like it's mostly... The track is all done, ready to go. It's just they're doing the queue in the interior. Okay. So they're waiting on that. But, that yeah. doesn't take a year. Ta I don't know. It's taking so long um, for a ride that's just a copycat of another ride from another, another park. I'm like, this exact ride exists in Japan or something. Yeah, Japan. Yeah, so Tokyo. it's like, what? why? I think it's a little shorter than the one in Tokyo. So why is it taking so long if you've already built it? You know, it's a functioning ride at Disney Japan, in Tokyo. So it's like, why is this one taking so long? Well, the theory is, that I've heard was that unlike Universal, during the pandemic, Disney did not take advantage of the lower interest rates on loans. Oh. So they just stopped all their construction. Oh. So, where Universal, it seemed like, they picked up a lot of the loans, and they got a lot of money, so that's why they're building their new land, and it's going real quick. Where Disney, it's taking so long because they can't get construction funding. workers, and they can't get the funding, everything's costing more now. Because everybody's working at Universal. Yeah. <laughs> and, plus, and they're doing, like, a lot more stuff uh, around Disneyland, too. That's a valid, very valid uh, reasoning mm. there because different places. If if you know me Disney personally, <laughs> I um, am a school director, but I move from one city to another um, with the anticipation of opening a brand new facility. But we kept getting construction delays simply because we couldn't get materials. Specifically, we couldn't get steel because uh, we had to build a tornado shelter and we couldn't get enough steel to be the support of the shelter um and literally the building just stood still yeah for good several months just because we couldn't get the products we needed yeah um so yeah that makes sense that if they didn't jump on it when they had the chance disney is just stuck yeah there's makes sense now yeah this is the way the world works yep uh, other uh, news from over there. Uh, Epcot is getting new show in their Showcase Lagoon. They're oh. taking for the 100th anniversary. Oh, fun. Yeah, they're getting rid of the, the one that's there now and bringing in a new show for that. Um, I think Disneyland is getting a new show for the 100th anniversary. So is uh, Magic Kingdom. So they're all getting new shows for the hundred, <laughs> like firework shows and stuff. Okay. And World of Color is going to be uh, updated in Disney California Adventure. Um. Uh, that's really oh, and one more big 
what people thought was going to be bigger news. They started showing images of like Figment at Epcot. And people thought they were going to get uh, a brand new overlay for the World of was it the World of Imagination ride, mm-hmm. but it's just a Figment meet and greet. <laughs> we get to meet Figment now at oh. Epcot. I did not know because I'm not a Disney World person. Yeah, I had no idea who Figment was for the longest time. But if you are a Disney World person, like he's an important character. Yeah. Um, and he stands for a figment of your imagination. And so he's like a purple dragon. Uh-huh. Um, but so he's going to be hanging around now. Yeah. They're going to, they brought back figment meet and greets. Oh, okay. At Disney, at Epcot. Um, then they went on to do some cruise news. Okay, let me get me my cruise on. Uh, first, they talked about their new new cruise ship, not the one they just they just brought out, but the next one coming out. They're doing another. I know the next few boats that they're going to be building are going to be part of a Triton class. Yes. So like elite cruise ships. Yes, and they finally have a name for the next one. Oh, what is it? It's going to be called the Treasure. The Treasure. And it's going to be more Aladdin-themed. That's nice. Arabian <laughs> Nights. Yeah, and the atrium looked beautiful, I thought. I liked how they did that. Uh, they have, like, Aladdin and Jasmine flying on the magic carpet as their bronze statue. And uh, the chandelier is more, uh, seems more Arabic. Mm-hmm. In Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern and... Uh, looking. So a lot more inf- Middle Eastern influences. And- yeah. Ooh. I, I've only seen it once in a video and it was brief and I didn't get to like really study it so I'm excited to see more images. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean know. I'm excited to see the Disney Wish in person. I know. That, that's I mean, an excellent. <laughs> how they you know gave us little sneak peeks going through um, uh, from drawing sketches to com- computer-generated images, to videos of the actual, you know, uh, staterooms and, and um, atrium and, and restaurants and all the different parts yeah. of it. Um, it was just stunning. So I, I can only imagine, and I expect that the next one, this treasure, is going to be amazing I, I have no doubt about it oh yeah it'll be amazing and I, I can't wait for them to actually put out like the announcement video like they did for the uh for the wish, the wish. yes yes see everything there yes but uh, i'm still excited about the wish oh yeah we're going on our cruise yes. in february i yes. cannot wait still trying to pay it off um <laughs> <laughs> um real life um and I'm so excited about that one. I heard this week they moved um, the Disney Dream down to Miami. Ooh. To get so you'll be going out of the Florida Keys or going around the Florida Keys if you if you want to do the Dream, which is the only other ship that we've gone on. Yeah. Um, but still stunning. Also, oh, that was stunning. beautiful. Um, I I can't wait to go on the Wish. I kind of have this weird inkling right now to go on Disney Magic, which huh. is one of their smaller ships. Yeah. Um, part of me thinks that it'll be less crowded now that you have the Wish going yeah. out and the Dream going out. Um, and that you have these two gorgeous larger ships that I feel like the smaller ones are going to be like ghost towns. And I'm like, I kind of want to go on those. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, nobody will want to be on the older ones. All want to like, be on the these ones. are old news. I don't want yeah. to go on this one. The yeah. fantasy. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I could. Even, I I haven't looked at like numbers or anything to justify that thought. True, but but it seems right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we all know that uh, Disney has their private island. Oh, Castaway Key is amazing. Well, they bought another island. I heard that a couple of years back they bought just a deserted island. Uh, and the new island is going to be called Lighthouse Point. Lighthouse Point. And they brought out some concept art for it. 
and um, it lo it's looking really fun. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to be a little more luxurious at that one, but like the wish, every of the ships are going to stop there too. Mm -hmm. It's going to be uh, depending I, on I, where I, you. Sail I didn't from. get luxurious when I looked at those images, Joe. That's what they said. I got like grown up party. Ah, they said I luxurious. didn't get luxury. That was their terminology. Quote. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I saw like so many different colors, bright, vibrant bar. Like, let's have some grown up fun. <laughs> Not sophisticated fun, but just some grown up fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They said luxurious. <laughs> I'm just telling you what they told me. Um. Oh, and then back to Disneyland. Oh, you forgot something? I forgot. Because it... Well, because it kind of ended with this. Oh, okay. Like, it was more towards the end. They okay. came back and went to... Uh, to show off more of Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which is the new ride that's going to be put, replacing Splash Mountain. Okay. In both parks. But okay. they're going to do it in Disneyland first. Um, and that should open in 2024. Oh, my gosh. It takes so long to do these rides. Well, because it, it seems like they're actually going to completely retheme it. Okay. It's not just going to be a reskin; it's going to be a retheme. Okay. So it's going to take about a year and a half. So they're like gutting it. Yeah. Like flip this house. Exactly. Flip this ride. Flip the ride. <laughs> but um, they said it's going to be, um, yeah, you're going to go with Tiana on an adventure, uh, and they're going to use some, what they quoted as Bayou magic. <laughs> From what was that, Mama Odin? Mama Odin. Uh, so they're going to use a lot more, they said, um, mist as, like, uh, projected. Oh, okay. And there's going to be, like, uh, lights and projections, and it's going to, and I think they released they, one image. They use a little bit of that technology on Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland, yeah. where, um, right before the first, first drop or second drop, um, where they, they project Davy, uh, Davy, Davy Jones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, on a screen, and you yeah, know, he's like cursing you out before you drop down. Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit more like they're going to use this a little bit more of that technology in there. Hopefully, it's going to be better. I'm not going to go on the ride, so neither am I. So let us know what it's like <laughs> in two years, you guys. Because we have no, there's no way either of us are going on that ride. <laughs> Too scary for us. And then. Um, then they showed off one of the animatronics that they're going to put in the ride. It's going to be a, it was a, not a raccoon. <laughs> um, it was a possum. Oh, okay. Playing a. Banjo. Uh, no. It, yes. A fiddle. A fiddle. Made out of a tin can. <laughs> so they're doing that by you feel. And, uh, but that's the only thing that we've, re they showed a little bit of the outside they had like a little bit of uh an ana animation of it they said it's gonna look beautiful at night they're gonna put like lights all over the place fireflies yeah um and then grandmama <laughs> and uh but um what else was I oh and then they had like a little miniature of what it looks gonna look like okay like a model yeah oh cool about it and then then they did something weird. What was the weird thing? The weird thing was they ended the show with a bunch of things that are supposed to be coming to Disney World, but it was so vague that it was kind of like, okay, because they have this thing called Blue Sky. I was going to say, Joe, you're being kind of vague right now. <laughs> <laughs> they have this thing called Blue Sky, uh -huh. which is like uh, projects that are up in the air that may not come true, but this is what they're thinking. Okay. I don't know why they brought this out to It's the like public. their brainstorming take. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and one of them is... Uh, so... What if... <laughs> they redid Dino Land... And brought in Zootopia. Everybody's like, ooh. Like, okay. And then they're like, and what if you can venture with Moana in a 
land and and a ride with that. I was like, what? I thought there was going to be a Moana land. Uh, it's going to be an experience in uh, uh, is it Animal Kingdom? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought there they one of the parks was going to get Moana. Yeah, this was in this. This is gonna. This was supposed to be in Animal Kingdom, like more more of Moana in Animal Kingdom. Okay. In Dino Land, they were gonna redo Dino Land to yes. have part of it. What it looked like was part of it was Zootopia, part of it was Moana. I'm not certain those two naturally or organically blend into no. each other, but okay. That, that's what they put together. <laughs> <laughs> and then they came out with this thing like, okay. Now, you know where Big Thunder is? Yes. What's behind Big Thunder? Wait, what park are we in? Uh, we're in uh, Magic Kingdom. Oh, okay, because I was like, uh, Galaxy's Edge is <laughs> in Disneyland. Disneyland, Galaxy's Edge. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Disneyland. <laughs> Magic Kingdom, they're like, what's behind? What if you went behind Big Thunder? What would you see? I don't know. What would you see? What about... The land and the village of Coco, where you can actually go, and there would be a ride, or would take you into the afterlife ooh, and come back. Ooh. And they had the village there, and there's. I don't hate that. They're celebrating. Uh, because in Disneyland, right next to oh, what is it called? Right next to Big Thunder Mountain, in the. There's like a Mexican restaurant that's been there since the opening. Yes, where They're, Doritos were invented. Yes, um, yes, they had they were invented there, um, and there is like a very like westerny. Obviously, it's Frontierland. It is my app's not working. Um, oh, there it is. Sorry, you guys. I'm just looking. I'm pulling up my Disney app so I can. It's called Rancho del Zocalo Restaurante. There's my high school Spanish for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> located in in Frontierland, so I could see like Coco is a natural transition between like that big thunder westerny into like a Mexican Hispanic cultural. Uh, section of yeah. Disneyland, like I could see it being more organic flow. Um, so I could totally see that. I'm down for that. That makes sense. What if they? Oh, and then throw in Encanto. Exactly. Oh. They were saying that. At least. What if at there's least Encanto? Similar culture than the Zootopia and Moana. <laughs> <laughs> at least we can kind of say there's a link there. Yes, they want to put uh, Coco and Encanto behind Thunder Mountain, and then. The last one, don't know where it was supposed to be. They started saying that they had this, that they started drawing stuff for this thing that this land where the villains are taking over. Ooh, ooh, that sounds fun. That people want it, and they're gonna. They're thinking about bringing in a villain's land. Well, if you if you look at how popular Nikki Nikki, oh my gosh, if you look at how popular Mickey's not so scary Halloween or the Oogie Boogie Bash is, yes, people would love to see that. Yes, a land that's just villains. Like that's one of the best things about um, the Halloween time is that you you see villains that you never get to see. Right. And it's like, oh my gosh. It seems like they're bringing more out every year. Yeah. Like, uh, oh my gosh. Like I the the villain in Toy Story. Like. Yes, they brought him out. To, they brought him out. <laughs> Sid. Sid. Yeah. Um. You know, they had the guy from Coco. Everybody's loving him. Well, he looks so good. Oh, though. he looks so good. He looks like, good. He look. I mean, like we've died, and that's how he got there. Yeah. Um, of course, they always have Mr. Uh, Professor Facilier. He's always yeah. there. Um, they always have like the evil queens. They had Mother from Tangled. Yes. The the the, the mom from Tangled. Um, she's there. I mean, like they always have good villains. Oh. The witch from the sword and the stone yes. was there. I love that character. She's awesome. Um, so I people would love a villain 
land. Villain's land. But would that take away from Halloween? Maybe. Maybe. This was all just what if. Yeah. And then the concept art was kind of weird with like the last three. Because it kind of looked like they had maybe one was there. Maybe two was there. <gasps> maybe all three can be behind there. Yeah. But it's like, wait. Is there enough space for all that? I yeah. think so. Oh. It's a big part. But it's like, wait, are you, is this, is this what you're doing? Or is this just like brainstorming what ifs? Like, yeah. why are you announcing this? Yeah. Like, this seems like you could have just kept the secret. It's like a misleading because it's like, it's not actually settled. It's like, yes. hey, we got to fill the last 15 minutes. Let's put stuff we're thinking about doing. Yeah. Let's get their <laughs> hopes up and then dash them. <laughs> well, they already did that a couple times. From, uh, well, lately. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, that was the whole parks panel at D23. Interesting. interesting. I don't know if I... Uh, I mean, yeah, it's fun to hear like what they're thinking, what direction they're going to be moving um, into. And Disney's just so big. I mean, they mentioned things that are happening in other countries. Yeah, I didn't even get to those. Like the Frozen, there's like Frozen Rides, Utopia Land, and a... That are actually going, going to, to be, be built. built in other countries. Um, and then you have what's happening here just in Disneyland versus Disney World. Like, it's a big convention. It's a lot of information. Um, yeah, it was interesting to hear about. Very interesting to hear about. Um, so, you guys, thanks so much for joining us this week. We just, we're on a Disney kick. I think we're trying to gear up for our cruise. Um, and, but hey, let's get ready for some fun fall activities. Yes, we should be going on some of those coming up here. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing some miniature vacations. Next month we're planning going on over to Oklahoma. Yep. It's going to be excited. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing a, a quick little getaway, a family trip there. Um, we're just going to you know, try to pop around Texas a little bit, do a little bit more adventuring closer to home. Yeah. Um, we can't wait to share that with you. Join us. Uh, thank you again for joining us and supporting us. We've been super excited. We've got a couple of new listeners out there. We were watching you. Um, follow us on Instagram at mixed underscore adventures together. Or follow us on Twitter at MAT podcast. All right. You guys have a wonderful eve evening. Yeah. I don't know what time of day it is. Yeah. It's just be awesome. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.